Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Body, Soul, and Spirit podcast. We have been talking about codependency, and this is part three, and we will end our three-part series on codependency. And we've been talking about what codependency is, how it got started, and maybe you've already starting to see some traits or maybe even some signs of codependency that maybe have been addressed in these last two podcasts in your own personal life. And it's always our goal, right? And our desire so that you are able to identify these things, not shame yourself because of it, but identify it so that you can make the necessary adjustments to get really curious about yourself and ask why you do the things that you do. So the fifth one and the fifth way to detect Let's talk about the fifth one. This is probably one where I fell prey to. And the fifth one is that we start to crave constant assurance that we are okay. We crave it. We want this assurance that we're doing okay. Meaning what? It's like an external validation. We need external validations to let us know that we're doing okay. Because although I should say it like this, there's a time and place for validation. There's a time and place when we need maybe the affirmation of others. Uh, We need to maybe make a big decision and we might ask somebody their opinion, but it might not necessarily be because we need the external validation. It might be very well be because we're seeking some uh, another voice for lack of better words, right? A voice of wisdom to help us make that decision. When we have codependency symptoms or tendencies, we aren't asking others approval based on, you know, a a need to maybe get another opinion. It's mainly an external validation, meaning we have this insatiable need inside. Like I need it. I need to, to to ask somebody else. Like, I don't know who I am apart from people telling me I'm okay. Basically, that's what it is. I don't know who I am apart from, uh, you know, having people agree with me. I need others to agree. I need the affirmation of others. Apart from that, I am not okay. So we put ourselves at the mercy of other people a little too much. That is a codependency tendency. And let me ask you this question. Are you okay if others don't agree with you? Can you be like an eagle and stand on your own, listening to that inner compass, knowing that what you are deciding is the correct decision, And others may not agree with you and others may not applaud you for it. Will you be okay? Now, for a long time on a personal level, I could not say that. I needed the validation of other people for many, many years. And then I started to ask myself, getting really curious as to why would I do that? Why did I need, apart from other people telling me, you know, that I'm doing okay, or, you know, I need others to agree with me. Why would I do something like that? And it always took me back as I did the search in my own soul. And I got curious and I went on this just journey as to, okay, why? 
Why does Patty have to have others agree? What does it make her feel like if others don't? And for years, I did go down this codependency tendencies because it took me back to a broken relationship that I had with my dad and my earthly father. And when I did the dissecting in my own personal life, I realized that I've always looked for approval. We as humans, the one of the first basic needs of a, of a human being, of a baby, is uh, approval. We need approval. You know, we need the approval of, of others. And when we don't get that, oftentimes it leads us to codependency tendencies. And so to kind of think about yourself for a moment, you know, why we do that, why we feel like we have to be at the mercy of others. And if they don't agree, then that doesn't make us feel very good. And um, sometimes it's just secret tendencies that we have. That externally, we may appear to be very strong, that externally we may appear to have it all together, that, you know, we march to the beat of our own drum. But really, truly, we need and we don't feel good outside of, you know, other people maybe not agreeing with us that we are needing that validation from others. Uh, and I think it's important for us to really not disregard our, our, you know, other people. So let me pause there for a moment. But I think when you have a codependency tendency, I think that it's this external validation is just, it's not healthy. That's a cue right there that some codependency tendencies are there. And it's probably stemming from some broken relationship with a parent. You didn't really get the approval that you needed, or you always felt like you needed to do something to win love. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that it, if you go down this journey, not from being hard on yourself, but if you go down this journey, it will really help you break codependency tendencies. Then you begin to realize, am I trying to earn love, right? Which we talked about in our podcast, uh, Codependency Part 2. Now, number six, how do I know I have codependency tendencies? Number six, you have a tendency to tell white lies. If you have a tendency to tell little white lies, they're just little white lies. Well, there's no such thing as a white lie. You know, let's say somebody comes to you and asks you, how are you doing? And you smile and you have a tendency to just go, I'm doing great. But inside, you're very conflicted and you're not great. And it's not, you're not really coming from a genuine place. It's really coming from a, a wounded place. Um, you don't know how to let people in. You don't know how to just say, I'm not doing that well today. Thank you, though. But, you know, I'm going to, not that you have to make it like the main event and of the day, you know, and disclose every information about your life but you could be honest you know you can't you can never say no to people you have to tell a white lie you have to go oh i can't because and then you tell a white lie that's usually a sign that there's a codependency tendency you can't be fully honest you can't just say no no thank you or oh i don't think so i think this so it's a cue. That's a you need to pay attention to that. If you maybe somehow have lost connection with yourself and you're really not your true authentic self that you've got to go and say these little white lies. 
And so it's important for us to reconnect with ourselves and go, okay, I, I, one, one person I need to be very dependent upon obviously is God. He's the one that he, he, we need to be dependent on because there are things that we can't do, obviously, but we have to watch out for all those codependency tendencies. So codependent relationships, right? Think about codependent relationships that we have. Um, it shows up in one of two ways. Number one, uh, when you have a codependent relationship with somebody, you feel exhausted by the relationship. You feel consumed by the relationship. Like you just can't even get space. Like you don't have a place outside of this relationship. It's so consuming and that's not healthy. Number two, you're constantly fearful of losing their love. Are you scared of losing their love that you can't even find yourself to entertain the question? You know, if I lose them, it's just going to be, I'm going to lose myself. So that's a good cue. Those two that I just mentioned to know if you have a codependency relationships because codependent relationships never end well. And so we want to make sure that neither one happens. And I've seen it. And if you're like a leader of a church or something, I've got to pause here because I've seen such unhealthy and I don't ever really want to go that route. Um, and I think for a time we all could have when we spiritually bypass, but I never want to go on the route where, where people become codependent of the pastor or the pastor becomes codependent of the leaders. I need you, you need me. And I don't think that that's healthy. I believe that, that we cannot outside of our relationships, right? We we've got to have and learn to have healthy relationships that we are, we can't be scared. And so all of this is going back to our wounds. So it's important for us to really talk about and think about and really examine ourselves and go down that journey. Now, the opposite to codependency, the antidote to codependency is to be completely right the opposite. Like you're going to go into the opposite side of the spectrum to be self-sufficient. But that's the extreme and that's not healthy either. And that's also coming from a wound. The opposite of codependency would be that, you know, I'm on my own. I'm solo. I need nobody. It's just me, myself, and I. And that's not healthy. That's an extreme. And that extreme is coming probably because of distrust. It's probably from broken relationships. And that's not healthy. Middle is healthy, right? Neither one of those extremes are healthy. Because we as humans, we were designed to have mutual relationships. We were designed to have relationships and even sometimes even depend on other people, right? We were designed to have a two-way relationships. We were designed to have healthy relationships, but it's a healthy dependency. It's not an unhealthy dependency. And so that ought to be our goal. So healing from codependency is all in the context of relationships. And that's hard to do because when I found myself being codependent, well, Let's say, for instance, let me give you this example. This is important because if I'm going to heal from a codependency, how do I do that? Because it's not like I have to get away from relationships because I can't get away from relationships because in order for me to grow, I'm going to need relationships. And then the extreme would be self-sufficiency, which is not healthy. So it's like, how am I going to grow and, and, and heal from this codependency? Because for all my audiences, I had it. So... How did I start healing? Well, 
I, I took this, let me give you this example. It's like an addict, right? An addict, if he wants to be healed, let's say from alcoholism, uh, there's an addiction, you just stop doing it. You know, if you have a food addiction, you know, that's hard too, because it's not like you can get away from food because your body needs the food. And so what ends up happening to many of us is that we don't know how to heal from codependency because it's not like we can get away from something, which is relationships. And so how do I, how do I handle this? And so we can't stay away from them. So we have to be with people all the time, but I have to learn how to make changes. And so I started to make changes when it came to interacting with others. I started to interact with others no longer from a fearful place. And to move forward from this codependency and, and become dependent people, um, there's a place, I'm going to say it like this, there is a place for my needs, there is a place for your needs, and they both matter, and we're going to honor both of those needs. That's how you approach it. In other words, any relationship that I have, right, there's a place for my needs, there's a place for your needs, and we're going to honor both, and we're going to respect both. And that's healthy relationships. So it's not just whatever I want, whatever I think, you know, because then you start going into control and that's not healthy. And so you have to know how to stay connected with yourself and how to honor yourself. And so three ways to do that. Number one, notice any instincts to lie or to make up excuses or to deny a genuine emotion. You have to start to watch yourself. So I started to watch myself. Am I making excuses for others? Do I notice that I start to maybe excuse? I can't say no. So I'm going to have to make an excuse. You know, that's a good indication. Wow, codependency is very much alive. And I start to make these changes. Number two, do I consider answering honestly? If somebody asks me the question, how are you doing? Do you pause, check, and give honest answers? Or do you just like, oh, no, I'm doing great. And then you just cover up because you're afraid. And so maybe you can answer questions like, you know, how are you doing today? Well, you know, today's a really tough day, but um, I'd appreciate your prayers <laughs> or I'd appreciate your support if you can, you know. Um, but honest answers help break actually codependency tendencies. Number three, consider stating, you know, something very honestly, you know, and ask yourself these questions because this is something that I'm on the journey of. Now, mind you, I've not mastered it. I'm still on the journey, but I'm now watching it. I'm now identifying it and I know where it came from. And so I have to start respecting and honoring, right? My needs as well. And I think that that's very important because if not, you know, you end up depending on others. Um, I think one of the questions that I, in this journey I've been on is, and one of the questions that I ask honestly myself, instead of always trying to make other people happy, I answer honestly, do I want to do this? Is this the right thing? And I pause now and I think about the inner compass. I think about the voice, for those of you that understand what I'm going to say, the voice of the Holy Spirit, I listen to it and I honor that. And now I go, is this good for me? Is this the right choice? And I start to now be true to myself, respect that. That leads me to more an authentic me. And I understand that that might get people upset. 
And I understand that that might not lead me to get the approval of everybody, but I also understand that I've got to be true to myself. This is not ego. This is not selfishness. This is uh, becoming more authentic. And I think that that's healthy. This is not disregarding everybody because I'm also a person that loves people. I love tending to people and caring for people. But I also understand that I've got to respect their needs as well. And I think that that leads you to a place that can help you get on the journey to break these codependency tendencies. I hope it helped you guys. We'll see you next time.